This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Tesla may have the most advanced connectivity technology in its cars, but a teenager in Germany figured out how to hack into Model 3s and Ys. He found an open-source software program on Tesla's network that revealed all the data about the car owned by Tesla's chief technology officer. That included a full history of where the car had been and where it was at that moment. The team then discovered he could activate commands like opening and closing the doors, turning up the music, and disabling security features. He found 25 vehicles in Europe and North America that were vulnerable to the attack, but estimates there could have been hundreds more. He says he's been in contact with a member of Tesla's security team to share the details, and NHTSA has been in contact with Tesla and offered to assist and evaluate the information. And speaking of Tesla and safety issues, Canada opened an investigation into the heating system in Model 3 and Y vehicles after receiving complaints that the heat pumps are failing in extreme cold weather. The safety regulator said it's concerned that a defective HVAC system could affect windshield defogging and defrosting and therefore driver visibility. Canada has informed Tesla about the investigation, but the company hasn't commented on it. And customers who have put down reservations for the Cybertruck are going to have to wait a bit longer until they receive one. Reuters reports that Tesla is delaying initial production until the end of the first quarter in 2023. Production was supposed to start at the end of this year. The delay is due to the company making changes to some of its features and functions. And we should learn more about those features and changes when Tesla provides a product update during its earnings call at the end of the month. While this should help Nikola sell its Trey Battery Electric Class 8 semi-truck, the company announced that the California Air Resources Board just approved the truck for its hybrid and zero-emission truck and bus voucher program. What that means is it now qualifies for a $120,000 incentive per truck in the Golden State. Nikola began delivering the Trey last month. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. There's a lot of news today about advances in EV battery development. First off, Honda is forming a joint venture with LG to build a battery plant in the U.S., Reuters reports it represents a $3.4 billion investment and will have a production capacity of 40 gigawatt hours. That's enough to power 600,000 vehicles. And remember, Honda is also going to be using GM's Altium batteries in the vehicles that GM will make for Honda. So Honda's total capacity for EVs will likely be over 700,000 vehicles. Meanwhile, BMW says it has no interest in bringing battery cell production in-house. Instead, it's buying them from Cattle, Samsung, and Northvolt. BMW says no one knows exactly which battery technology will be used in the next 10 to 15 years, so it would prefer to buy instead of make. And BMW may have a point about not committing too soon to any one battery technology. A startup out of Massachusetts called 6K 
says it has a plasma technology that can make battery production far more environmentally friendly. It says that if a conventional 16-gigawatt-hour battery cathode production plant was converted to its plasma technology, it would reduce CO2 emissions by 70%, lower water consumption by 90%, and reduce water waste production by 100%, while requiring a 50% smaller factory footprint. Massachusetts is emerging as a hotbed of battery technology. Factorial is the name of another startup that's developing solid-state batteries. It's got financial backing from Mercedes-Benz, Stellantis, and the Hyundai Group. Actually, we should describe this as a hybrid solid-state battery. It does use some electrolyte, so it's not entirely solid-state. But it can be made on existing manufacturing equipment for lithium-ion batteries. And this seems to be the path that others are following because these hybrid solid-state batteries can be brought to market sooner, probably in the 2025 to 2026 timeframe. Voltaic, a company that does battery design and testing, tells Autoline that true solid-state batteries with no liquid electrolyte are unlikely to go into production before 2030. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. When every single one of your cars has a six-digit price tag, even before you select a single option, you know you're not going to sell many examples. Bugatti announced that it received 150 orders in 2021, which was a record for the company. It also means that you can no longer get a new Bugatti this year because all order slots are spoken for, unless Bugatti decides to come out with another one-off car. Bugatti plans to build and deliver 80 cars in 2022, and after that it should come out with an all-new car built with joint venture partner Rimac. And you may remember that Honda debuted the all-new HRV slash Vezel hybrid last year, but based on new design sketches from Honda, it looks like the U.S. is getting a completely different version of the crossover. Here's the version that launches in North America later this year, which to our eye has a less sleek and premium look and more of a rugged, sporty vibe. It also looks to sit a little more upright. Sticking with rugged crossovers from Japanese automakers for a moment, Check out this vehicle from Lexus that debuted at the Tokyo Show. It's a plug-in hybrid version of the NX that's been jacked up and fitted with off-road tires and a roof rack. And Lexus seems to have off-roading on its mind. It also revealed the ROV concept, which is a side-by-side -side vehicle. What's unique is it's powered by a one-liter three-cylinder engine that runs off compressed hydrogen gas. And while Lexus focused on off-road, Toyota went after performance. The GR GT3 concept is meant to show that Toyota's racing division can make cars for that series that customers would actually want to choose. What's more, Toyota Gazoo Racing says it plans to develop mass production cars using feedback and technologies from its motorsports activities. That could come in the form of vehicles like the new GRMN Yaris. It's based on the GR Yaris, which is already a really good performing vehicle, and then reduces its weight even further, made it wider, lowered its height, and gave it bigger brakes. It will only be sold in Japan and will be limited to 500 examples. But the price is also shockingly high. It ranges from about $64,400 to 
to $74,500. But that's a wrap for today and this week of AutoLine Daily. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you back here on Monday. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.